0: Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Orange County. I had no idea that was your husband. To New Jersey. I never expected tapping this. Stepping up, stepping up. Get behind the scenes and relive the drama. Don't talk to him, he's a little
1: twerk. All of this is unimportant
0: to me. With exclusive interviews and celebrity guests. Let me tell
1: you something right now.
0: This is Getting Real with the Housewives.
1: Hey guys, welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives, a Housewives podcast from right here at Us Weekly, where we break down all your latest Housewives news, give you exclusive interviews with your favorite ladies, and dish the dirt on all things real Housewives related. I'm your host, Christina Garibaldi. This week we sit down with Real Housewives of Potomac star Dr. Wendy Osefo, who talks that explosive fight between Candace and Monique, how it changed the group dynamic, and what it's really like being the new housewife on the block.
2: Um, I knew some of the ladies from just social circles. So that was good uh, that I didn't come in completely blind in the sense of not knowing anyone. So, you know, when I came in, I was just like, I'm going to be who I am, what I am, and I'm not going to try to transform myself in order to feel as though, um, you know, I'm I'm the new girl so I need to like tame myself down so to speak. So I just jumped right in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Who
1: was the most welcoming and who was the least welcoming?
2: Most welcoming was a toss up between Cand of course Candace, I knew Candace before I came in so I don't right. even know if that's fair, but right. aside from Candace I would say Robin. Robin mm-hmm. was super welcoming and the least welcoming was Karen.
1: Yeah. I mean, what was your reaction when Karen said that she wasn't really impressed by you?
2: I was okay with it because I'm not impressed by her.
1: (laughs) There you go. There you go. (laughs) I mean, what was the most challenging thing going into this? Were you a fan of the show before this? Had you kind of kept up on the ladies' personal lives by watching the show?
2: That's so interesting. I didn't watch the show until I was confirmed that I would be on the show. So once I got word that I would be on the show, I binge watched uh, season four. Okay. And so aside from that, I really didn't know the show like that. My mom is a Potomac fan. And so she is my cheat sheet or, you know, as I like to say, my guide. So if I don't know something, I give her a call. I'm like, Mom, what is this about? She's like, let me tell you. And then she gives me the-
1: <laughs> I love it. Well, your mom must love the fact that you're on the
2: show then. <laughs> yes, yeah, she she does. She really does. Um, she she is like, My daughter's on there, don't embarrass me. And I'm like, Okay, mom, I'll try my best. <laughs>
1: (laughs) How is this, you know, sometimes reality TV can change relationships and change marriages and things like that. Have you noticed that this helped or hurt your relationship at all or kind of just it's exactly how it was before you started? It's interesting. It has actually,
2: you know, me and my husband, um, we have a really strong foundation. Viewers got a chance to hear some of our backstory, meaning that, you know, his family wasn't supportive of the marriage and he still, you know, went forward with the marriage. And for me, that's just a testament to his love and commitment for me that, you you know, you you're able to walk away from all you know. For me, And so our relationship is really solid, but this experience and this journey has made us even closer. And it's weird because I didn't think we could be any closer than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, any journey that is new really tests your marriage. And for us, it was like, we are in this together. He is like, baby, this is what happened. And he's just like really in it. And I just, I just love and appreciate him so much more. He has been my rock. Through all of this. So,
1: that's so great. Has anything changed with uh, his side of the family at all? I know that you haven't spoken Mm -hmm. for a very long time. So, that's a great question.
2: No, nothing has changed um, in a good way. Um, In a bad way, there has been like, you know, some of the people on his side of his family starting fake accounts and like writing comments and doing stuff like that. But as far as, you know, positive movement,
1: not really, not really. Well, um, I'm sure that there won't be a lot of positive movement between Monique and Candice. <laughs> <Ugh. laughs> that, I mean, I I knew the fight was coming. I wasn't expecting it to be that intense. That, yeah. I'm, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah. I think minds were, were blown when they watched that. I, I mean, it had to be like the most intense fight in Housewives history.
2: Super intense. You know, I one thing I have learned through this journey is, you have your share of emotions going through filming, then you get a whole new wave of emotions watching back what happened. So being there, I was just, you know, I was the person screaming in the background. I was like, I can't believe this happened. And you even hear me say on mic, Giselle, I didn't sign up for this insert expletive. Mm-hmm. I did not think that's what we were here for. Um, so it's it was really intense. And if I can be very honest, it was more intense than what you guys saw, not in the sense that Things were left out but in the sense of my line of vision if that makes sense yeah i thought the camera was looking one way but if you saw like the actual physicality of it it was really intense and i am just heartbroken that it happened i wish it never happened you know i i feel as though the housewives franchise and you know potomac were predicated on the notion that we are a, a group of friends mm-hmm. and With that comes its ups and its downs. And when we have our downs, we are going to have verbal arguments and we will use our words. Sometimes those words are hurtful, but that's how we will be able to communicate to each other. And we've all had our share of verbal disagreements in this group. And we have called each other names that some of us wish we could take back, but never should it come down to using our fist to Mm. solve a problem.
1: Yeah. I know when I spoke to both Robin and Giselle, they said, you know, they were very embarrassed about the whole situation. Like, this is not how they want Potomac to be portrayed. And I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way.
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, part of the reason when I was making the decision to join this franchise was because of, in a sense, the the way in which Potomac is portrayed, right? Like these ladies of Mm -hmm. elegance and and things like that. And even when I was bouncing off the idea with my friends and my family, they all said, you know, Potomac, they're not known for anything, you know, that is outside the bounds of women getting into squabble. Mm -hmm. And so I put that into my consideration when, when I was making the decision to join the franchise. And so for this to happen, I am so broken, that I can't believe this happened. And, and, you know, my first instinct when it did happen, I, I, I'm a mom of three. I went into mother mode and I was like, not on my watch. You know, I'm putting myself in between the ladies and trying to pull them apart. And so it is, it is embarrassing, you know, even though I, I was not a part of the altercation in any way, there's such a thing as secondhand embarrassment. And I felt that.
1: Totally. Did you ever regret your decision to join the show after this happened?
2: In that moment, in that moment, I sat and I said, "This is this is not what I signed up for." And you heard me say that. Like I literally said. And so I processed it in my head what happened, and verbally I communicated, "This is not what I signed up for, nor is it what I stand for." I am not innocent of verbal disagreements. I'm not innocent of us fighting each other and saying words that are hurtful. None of us are innocent. None of us can pretend that we are angels here because we're not. Yeah. But I just felt as though there was a higher level of decency within the group that we would be able to solve our problems, even if we use curse words, even if we're arguing back and forth, even if our voices get elevated, that that's the highest it will go. Yeah. So I didn't think it would
1: end like that. Mm-hmm. I'm still like kind of confused about what the fight was about. I think a lot of people are because it just escalated so quickly. So quickly. Was it about mom shaming? Was it, you know, I, I, we still don't really know why it escalated to the point that it did.
2: And the interesting thing is, I don't know yeah. how it escalated to the point it did, nor do I know why it got into an argument, right? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And, and being there. There was nothing that was said in that moment. I mean, you guys watch, you guys are like the fly on the wall. There was nothing that was said in that moment that warranted that. Not to say anything warrants a physical altercation, but the same way you guys were confused. I think a lot of us were confused. We were just watching it like a tennis match. I was like,
1: sure, okay,
2: you know, but we did not expect it to go there. I know I didn't.
1: No, I know. When I spoke to Giselle, she said that she blames Monique in this situation. Who Mm -hmm. do you blame?
2: Ah, that's a tough one.
1: Not because there's not
2: an answer, but I don't want this to turn into a Team Monique or Team Candace thing. Mm-hmm. What I want this to be, and I think that I would really put this on the fans um, who watch the show, everyone knows I love Candace. That's my friend. I came into this being, you know, a friend of Candace. Uh, but with that being said, if you take away the individuals who were in this altercation, what is right? and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I say that, I'm team right or wrong. And I think that, you know, some people may say that Candace was, you know, taunting her, but they both were. Like that's what, in essence, that's what these ladies do. So if you get to the point where you are not able to answer someone's verbal lashing with a verbal lashing, and you have to return to a sense of, I have to get physical, then for me, you're, you're, you're at fault there because they, to, to people where they are and where we were as everyone saw was verbal back and forth. Mm-hmm. The excess of physicality was not warranted.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like Monique, I mean, even in the teaser coming up for next uh, episode, where you all sit down and kind of hear out Monique, it seems like she is still just so angry with Candace. And it looks like based on teasers, you never know what really happens that you and Monique kind of go out a little bit. Is that correct? Um, I wouldn't say we go at it. You know, me being from my background,
2: Mm -hmm. I I, I say that as a you know, as a, as a professor and as a commentator, Mm -hmm. I came at it as, no, these are the facts, right? Like, and so when I came at it that way, of course I'm super passionate. So I was like, no, these are the facts. Like these are the facts. And so we didn't get like really heated. We're just like, Please, like, just take ownership of the facts as they are. If we lay them out just as facts, this is what it is. And in that moment, you know, she said, and it wasn't the next day. And, you know, viewers will see that. It wasn't the next day. There was some cooling off period. And even at that point, she was not remorseful. Mm -hmm. And that's when I said, "Whoa, that's a lot.
1: Yeah. Was Candace remorseful after it?
2: Um, she kept on saying, I wish it never happened. Yeah. I wish it never happened. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a sense of saying, however we got there, whomever was responsible, I just wish this never occurred. Yeah. But as, that tone was different when it was Monique's turn to mm-hmm. state how she felt.
1: Yeah. I mean, do you see these two ever Getting back on, you know, the same page. I know, obviously, we probably have the reunion coming up in a few weeks, and I Giselle said that they really haven't spoken since then. I mean, what do you think that moment is going to be like when they kind of sit down face to face for the first time?
2: It's going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Um, intense in the fact that that, as, that is their first time. They have not spoken. Um, and there has been so much that has transpired. If you look at this, this was shot a year ago. Yeah. And for all of this to have happened, and a year later, you're now confronting this individual, there's a lot on the table. And not only that, I think there's a lot at stake. Because the way this fight really put a wedge in all of our friendships is something that, you know, you guys just have to watch. Like, it really just bifurcates the group in just this odd way so I I would hope that there can be some resolution but again you know I'm big on not making that decision if I was not the one that was hurt right I can't atone on behalf of somebody else these two ladies have to come together and solve the issue
1: did this change the dynamic for the rest of the season were you ever did you ever feel like you're kind of like walking on eggshells around either one of them or did did you feel like people had to choose sides.
2: You had to choose a side. Mm. And it was, it changed the entire dynamic for everyone. And you will see that there are some in the group who did not choose a side and how that worked out for them, in not bode well. So for me, you know, and I'll, I'll say this on blue in the face, I was choosing a side, but I, I, I did it in a sense that I wasn't choosing a side based on the individual. I was choosing a side based on the act that i thought was egregious and i will literally rest on that like that's what i did and i even said this to the group if the roles were reversed and candace did what monique did and monique did what candace did i will still choose the person who hit the other person first is wrong like so it's not about the individual it's about
1: the act for me right so you're Team Candace, I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, moving on, you know, another big storyline so far this season is obviously Ashley's relationship with Michael. A lot of people were, you know, obviously, like you said, this was shot a year ago, so we knew kind of the story, but we didn't know that he was going to pretty much admit to everything or admit to some of it. I mean, what was your reaction when she t- told you this story and that Michael said, yes, I was in the hotel room with the stripper?
2: I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I was shocked at the calmity to which she presented the facts. You know, um, I and I do believe that in a sense she's putting on a brave face. Um, one thing that Ashley and I both have in common is we are um, new new moms. Right now, I'm not a first time mom, but we are new moms. Meaning our children are two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. When you are in that space at the onset of having a child, your only concern for like forever of course because you always be concerned about your child but those first 4 or 5 years are just so intense as a, as a mom you're not sleeping you're hardly eating she, me and her were both you know nursing you know exclusively we're breastfeeding and so for for my vantage point i just felt as though she didn't have the time or the space to be able to address that mm-hmm. in a way that someone who was not a new mom could Because the stressors of being a new mom is so heavy in and of itself that now you have to add on that while you're here taking care of this little human being, your partner on this journey is doing something he's not supposed to. So I was completely shocked. Uh, But in the same token, in that moment, it seems that she told us what it was, but she also forgave him Mm -hmm. in that moment. And, you know, I, I respect marriages. My husband and I are going on 10 years. Um, that's something that I personally respect. So if she likes it, if she loves it, that's that's on her. Yeah. I wouldn't do it.
1: No, no. And my I-
2: husband knows I wouldn't do it.
1: <laughs> right. You- <laughs> <laughs> You'd be out the door. <laughs> out the door. Same out with- the door. I mean, You make a really good point because that, you know you are so hormonal in those first few months. As yes, well, and you don't feel like yourself until you know almost a year after you can mm-hmm. birth. I feel like. So for her to be so calm as she was about this is really surprising because mm. I would be a fit of rage.
2: <laughs> I would have been a fit of rage. You saw my fit of rage when I saw I couldn't bring my baby. Right. That was it, that wasn't me. It's like it was like Dr. Jacqueline, Mrs. Hyde. I was so hormonal that anything could have set me off. And at that moment, it was me not being able to bring my baby. So when I saw her level of calmity, I was just like, okay. Yeah.
1: What are, were you surprised that she is now pregnant again? And how is she doing? Have you kept in touch with her since filming stopped?
2: I am not surprised that she's pregnant again. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
2: She's, it seems like motherhood is her jam. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean, like that's
1: her space. That's, that's her arena. So I'm, you know, I'm happy for her and I'm happy for Michael. Mm -hmm. Do you think Michael has changed since that happened? Um, I don't know, nor do I care.
0: All right, we'll leave
1: it. (laughs) Um, What are you most excited for fans to see the rest of the season? Are we going to have those fun, lighthearted moments, or is it going to be really centered around this drama between Monique and Candace? I think that, you know, viewers will be
2: able to see how... The aftermath of the altercation plays out, Mm -hmm. but then we also come together and we have a good time. Um, I get to show you guys my Nigerian culture. Mm -hmm. I have a sip and see from my daughter, where we do it in our Nigerian way. Everyone is in the garb, the Nigerian garb. We're playing the music. We're eating the food. We're doing, you know, what we call the money dance. So you guys get to see that. You guys get to see myself and the ladies go. Portugal. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, I think that will be a level of escape for so many people because most of us are in quarantine. And I wish I could go to Portugal right now. So I am going to live vicariously through myself in a few weeks Mm -hmm. when we're in Portugal, we're in a foreign country. So even though we go through our set of drama for the rest of the season, and we try to put some, you know, sense into all that happened, you guys are not going to be, you know filled with just downers there's lots of uppers there's lots of joys there's lots of laughs and i look forward to viewers seeing that
1: definitely and like you said you know this was filmed a year ago so you're all rewatching it back and seeing what other people had to say about you and things like that was there anything that was really surprising that somebody said about you so far that you were like oh Girl, don't I'm surprised you went there. Oh my god, yes. There's a lot. Um, but I think
2: what's really interesting is the fact that I I believe the viewers forget that I started filming three weeks after having a baby. And so I I don't I don't get I don't get that grace, right? I feel like you guys knew Ashley, so you guys know her before, and you guys know her now. And so, for instance, when me and Ashley got into the altercation, was like, you're so mean for saying that to her. And I'm like, I just had a baby. I'm hormonal. Like, I was hormonal, and that's just what I was going through. So I don't think that people remember that. Um, So I always find that interesting when I get comments that relate to me and it's like, oh, you know, I forgot she had a baby. Or when people I see in the pictures, people are like, you lost so much weight. Yeah, I started filming four weeks after having the baby. Like, I, I don't know if you guys forgot that. (laughs) <laughs> what but this is how I actually look so when I see myself I'm always like oh so that's how I looked after I had a baby
1: oh thank god
2: that's over <laughs> thank
1: you <laughs> I mean I give you a lot of credit that is a lot of work especially if you have two other ones uh, at home too you know that's it's uh, it's a lot to kind of throw yourself back in there and a, a lot of people mm-hmm. don't realize that so absolutely kudos to you definitely thank you well Wendy thank, thank you so much for taking the time and speaking with thank me it was too. such a pleasure thank you so much Christina I appreciate it all right well make sure you watch the real houses of Potomac every Sunday night on Bravo well that's it for this week's episode of getting a around with the housewives but if you need your housewives fixed before then head on over to usmagazine.com where we've got you covered